Thanks for listening to the Women Emerging podcast. Every week we put up a new episode with insights into leadership, practical leadership, seen through the eyes of women leaders of all ages and all sectors from right across the world. Our aim is for women to be able to say, if that's leadership, I'm in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and join Women Emerging on our website, womenemerging.org. That's womenemerging.org for more fabulous free leadership content. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Julie Middleton here, Women Emerging Director and your podcast host. Leading is energy. Yes, leading is energy. And when you can feel it, when you can feel the energy that is emanating from leading, you can feel it in yourself, you can feel it in the people around you, you can feel it in the room, you can feel it in the sort of the microclimate that is what you are leading. And right at the beginning of this series on energy. Liz talked to us about energy being the right word and not the word power. She dismissed the word power and I I agree with Liz so much. Power is just too crude a word for something that is beautiful and that isn't power. It's energy. Energy might sometimes create some power, but it's energy It's energy that empowers people. Power just controls people in my head. Leading creates energy. Leading creates energy. Leaders, that word we don't want to use because we don't want to be a title or a role. Leaders create power, I suppose. Leadership is about power. I suppose, but leading the verb, that's creating energy. Much, 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 much more interesting. And it's an energy that so has to be connected back to your essence. And when it is connected back to your essence, whatever your individual essence is, we spent seven weeks talking about different bits of people's essence. They were wonderful weeks, but all of them were merely an invitation to say, these are bits of our essence. What are the bits of your essence? Because everybody's essence is different. Whatever your essence, it has to connect in with power, with, no, no, not connecting with power. You know, I'm sliding back to the old words. It has to connect in with the energy that you generate when you're leading. Yes, I can see it so clearly. I hope it's beginning to make sense to you too. This journey of the seven episodes that were about essence and the four episodes, and this is the third, which are about energy. No, this isn't the third. This is the fourth. It's about energy. Oh, I'm so hopeless. But it's only because I'm getting deep and I, I just deeply, deeply engaged with this concept of essence, elements, expression, and energy. But rather than me carrying on babbling, right, I accept, I'm going to stop babbling.
I'm going to go to Uma now to finish these episodes on energy. And she's going to talk about something. Well, she's going to explain this sentence she used to me once, which is that women need to claim their power in the purest sense. Now, I know (laughs) she uses the word power, but listen on because you'll rapidly discover that she's really talking about energy. Over to Uma. You used an expression to me. I wrote it down because I couldn't resist it. So women need to claim power in its purest sense. What did you mean? You know, power is defined in so many different ways and most of it talks about the the structure and institutions so it's 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 usually associated with being strong structurally and knowledge wise and you know uh, influenced over people one of the things that i actually loved a uh, uh, definition of power and this was by caroline heilbrun and she talked about power is the ability to take one's place in whatever discourse is essential to action and the right to have one's part matter so it is actually being being in a space where you are able to take uh, take your own claim your own space where in whatever discourse in whatever space you are in and to ensure that you matter your voice matters uh, you are valued your opinion is valued so it's basically whether that is a playground or it is a parliament uh, whether it it is much more than titles and positions it is actually at the core of this issue is an issue of self esteem and self mastery you know so i really think that the when i talk about power in its essence and the point of pursuing power is to live one's being and to change the environment in one's favor but it is to courageously embrace your beingness it it power gives you the experiential understanding of your being of your true nature so power in its pure sense is beingness for me and that's what i meant is the purest form of power where your your beingness is authentic and true when did you get power you know there have been moments when i have experienced immense power and uh, and there are moments where i have felt extremely powerless and it has got nothing to do with the positional uh, power that i have enjoyed it is it is at those times when i have felt at the core at my core that i have felt that this is who I, who i am and as a woman i don't have to leave or or what of being a woman to embrace that feeling of being touch with myself being in touch with the uma who who feels she matters irrespective of the position that i am in whether i'm able to bring something to the uh, space whether i am able to counter fight challenge lift people influence at that point of time when i felt that i'm in touch with my being and i don't know how to explain this but it's a, what what does it feel like 
that you don't have to be the strongest or the smartest or you know to do something to feel powerful it's simply existing in a space even if it makes me feel uncomfortable simply existing in spaces that make you feel uncomfortable but it drives you towards action towards creativity towards self confidence despite all the discomfort you, despite you knowing that you may not be the strongest or the smartest in that space despite all of that your being in that space is it's stable it's strong and it's stable it's you know it's it's both an experience of a high which is very very calming internally and it's also an extremely excitable space because you're full of energy so it's not an energy that is driving you to do something it's an energy of being and you just you know fully experience that beingness i think it's both calming and very exciting at the same time very energizing and very calm given that women for generations have been on the outside either of power structures or this sense of power that you describe how do you think it influences how they lead it it makes you actually much more determined to not make anybody else an outsider so yeah. in a way it makes you a much more inclusive leader yeah. yeah yeah i would suggest it also makes you much less frightened of being on the outside and sometimes i don't know if you feel it like when you're with people who are powerful sometimes you yeah. realize that they're terrified of lo- losing their power yeah that's that's yeah. the greatest terror whereas yeah. you and i i can see the smile in your face you and i <laughs> know what it feels like and we survived it so it yeah. it's no great terror how else yeah. does being on the outside influence how you lead the outsider has an intrinsic power some of the ways that it rolls out or it experientially pans out is that you're no longer constrained by the rules and beliefs of society so you can easily see through them talk about them bring it onto the table and put it into dialogues to change you have more freedom to listen to the voice of intuition within yourself because when you're an outsider you can be terribly lonely so like i said earlier the journey then becomes very inward you move inwards deeper inwards so you have more freedom to listen to the voice of your intuition and this can guide you you also have enough solitude when you're an outsider you have enough solitude to discover what it is to be authentic to be true to yourself in 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 the space or the society that you're in so you have the the magic of solitude to be able to discover yourself you also get to see the bigger picture when you are on the outside you can see the bigger picture and you don't get lost in the details another thing that i i have experienced it it gives you being on the outside gives you the space and the room to grow you know and you can grow in whichever way you like because the constraints are much lesser So you grow in whatever way you like it's far more free spirited gives you an ability to observe others you know you you can see how others how they're being they're doing and i think it gives you a greater sense of insight wisdom and even compassion 
because you're on the outside, you're seeing how people are operating. And finally, I like I keep saying, I think um, just connect with your soul, I think more easily, more, you know, you just connect with your spirit more easily. So in, these are some of the ways I have experienced the power of being an outsider and leading from the outside sometimes. Like all these things, they have their strengths. They also have the shadowy sides, don't they? Because there's a real danger that you begin to believe that you belong on the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's the shadows of, uh, you know, being on the margins and uh, fighting from the margins all the time and, Yes, it, it can be, the shadows can be very, very, uh, you can get entrenched in the shadows and then the power actually um, is that of a rebel without a cause. Uh, you know, it's like destruction without any, you're destroying and disrupting without an agenda, without a purpose, without any meaning. So I, you know, when, when I am on the, when I have experienced myself on the outside or when I'm working with marginalized women, marginalized communities, or leaders who are experiencing marginalization, alienation, moments of uh, being outsiders. Some of the questions that we need to ask ourselves, which voices in your life, your community, and in your world might be excluded or might not, or might, or you might not be able to easily hear? How are you being called to hear these voices and respond as a leader? How can you use your own experiences to elevate the voices on the margins of the society, both at this crucial time uh, for our world and in our everyday livings? You know, there's a there's a profound quote also from there's a spiritual teacher called Eckhart Tolle. And I had read it somewhere. I've noted it down today because I wanted to uh, share that with everybody. And he says that being an outsider to some extent makes life difficult, but it also places you at an advantage as far as enlightenment is concerned, it takes you out of unconsciousness almost by force. You are brought to awareness. You're brought to beingness when you're an outsider. It will force you to come out of your areas of comfort and lead. One of the other shadowy sides to me of being an outsider which I think is quite a big shadowy side, is that you become almost, you read so many things that happen to you as people trying to keep you out. Perpetually being, being on the outside can actually make you very paranoid after a point of time. You'd say, you, you'd go as far as to say paranoid. Yes, it can, the other end of the spectrum is that you constantly keep feeling like a stranger, not only with others. And there comes a time when you start feeling like a stranger to yourself, when you, someone who doesn't fit in anywhere, who only is an observer. And you're always observing. You know, you're always on the outside just looking in without belonging to any particular group. And reading statements and comments and flip comments and everything as the insiders are are trying to keep me out. Yes, yes. And that's why I'm saying that, you know, when stretched, it can uh, lead to a feeling of paranoia that the world is unsafe. Nobody wants me to belong anywhere. I cannot connect with anybody. Um, I am very different from others. And uh, people will be, uh, people on the inside are only there to 
harm me or keep me out you know i mean i'm just building on it julie i'm just saying that it can go to another extreme when did you last feel internal power uma no longer has a smile on her face and she's got that look in her eyes of julia just go away <laughs> um i think the last time i felt very powerful um uh, actually with my daughter i think i felt very powerful because at that moment i was very very vulnerable but when the moment came to an end and you know so she was going through a personal uh, crisis uh, moment i As was we all do we yeah. all do yeah she's a young 17 year old was uh, really really going through an internal critical crisis and you know internally she was very very um uh, sad and very vulnerable and she called me i was away and uh, i was away at work which is about an hour from uh, where she was and she messaged me and you know i was traveling back home i picked up her call and i said let's just have a conversation uh, on a whatsapp video call and you talk me through it you cry you know cry through it just steamroll through it whatever just let's just look at each other and walk this the next 15 minutes 20 minutes 30 minutes and you know and she was like uh, okay i'm going to try that and we did that and it was an hour 15 minutes uh, before i reached home we were on that call uh, on that video call through that one hour we cried together we laughed together there was moments of some laughter but basically it was an extremely uh, vulnerable time for her and i was very very vulnerable with her but also knew at that point of time that you know i was just we were co traveling we were just traveling through those 75 minutes together of our lives physically apart but extremely extremely intimate i think i found it an extremely personally powerful moment for me that those 75 minutes it was built i think it came from i think it was powerful i'm calling it powerful because came from a deep space of self efficacy and deep space of compassion and empathy with her she influenced me i influenced her immensely in those 75 minutes and whatever that critical incident were to happen was to happen we averted that i was able to inspire her motivate her she was able to connect very deeply with me very intimately um as two humans two women who were sharing so many things about their lives i thought it was very very personally powerful for me and my daughter and it was a whole mix of many things you know it was based that power if you ask me where did you feel that power from it was a mix of many things personal attributes competencies skills characteristics you know 
our ability to listen to each other to connect with each other but at the end of that day when i reached home and you know i met her we just hugged each other and then i went to do my i i went to do other chores and she went away to do her studying but i know those 72 minutes actually i felt an extremely a sense of calm and i was in connect with myself and that inner core of you know the purpose of my life the meaning of being born a woman having the privilege to mother a daughter and leading from because i was leading her as much as i was co traveling leading from a place somewhere so deep within so yeah i i, I felt extremely powerful this happened day before yesterday i don't know i mean that was the last time i i mean the most recent time when i felt powerful it's interesting that we we spend so much time talking about this sort of power this sort of external force that is blocking us out but then when somebody who is as powerful as you in many people's eyes describes power you're talking about a very different kind of power and and you're reminding us that leadership is not just about what you do at work it's what you do in your family <laughs> yeah i think it's the strength um, of when your spirit your will and your intellect it all comes together and it brings vitality to you it could be in any space whether work or whether uh, in your home whether with your friends i mean it could be in any space when all of this energy when it comes all together and it vitalizes you it gives you an energy i think that's power that's the experience of feeling power we need to recognize how much that frames what we think about power and make sure that we don't dismiss all the powers that we have because we're so concentrated on the powers we don't have yeah yeah and and we are so concentrated by the bombardment of uh, the definitions of power and leadership so we try we try to check and tick all those boxes and think that we fall short but actually we don't we don't fall short yeah we don't fall short thank you uma that was that was beautiful i assume it was not a coincidence that you chose a family example for to illustrate great energy it it was beautiful it also it has to be said reduced me to flooding of tears for the last few weeks i have been very close to one of my daughters who is facing huge challenges and sometimes not feeling that i produced energy sometimes all i felt was that i was i was a container for the tough energy but sometimes creating extraordinary energy between the two of us and 
listening to the interview I did with you has helped me a lot to focus on the beauty of the energy between us rather than the horror of the energy that she is facing. So for me, a very, very beautiful episode. Thank you so very much, Uma. And what a what an episode to finish this series on energy. And that emanates out of essence. Because the link between essence and energy is so incredibly important. Next week, I'm going to do my best to be much less rambling and to be much more clear and to give you a sense of this book that I'm trying to write that that reveals an approach to leadership that resonates for with women and 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 connects well if in a way it fits f- fills out all the dots <laughs> you know we did seven episodes on essence and then we jumped, that was the beginning, that's the beginning of the book. Then we jumped to the end of the book on energy. But there's so much in between the two. And I'm going to do my best next week in an episode to try and, to try and give you a glimpse of what's between the two. So uh, I'll need luck for next week. But in the meantime, I send you much love. And thank you, Uma, for... A beautiful episode. To become part of our movement and share your thinking with us, subscribe to the podcast and join the Women Emerging group on our website at womenemerging.org. We love all of the messages you send us. Keep them coming.